0: bethany lee
1: hey friends and welcome back to the equestrian podcast i'm your host bethany lee and this is episode 177 Our guest today is a horse girl, but she also works for RX Global, which is a huge event company, and she is the event director of Equitana USA. So I am so excited to talk to her all about the ins and outs of Equitana USA. She also attended the first equestrian workshop of mine, and so she has become an equestrian bestie. So I was so excited to have her on to talk about this year's arguably biggest event of the year in the equestrian industry at Gwetana USA, October 1st through 3rd. So please welcome our guest, Megan Marjewicz. Fun fact, you are the only person that has been on the equestrian podcast twice. I feel so
0: (laughs) honored. I'm like, what is this?
1: Uh, I love it. I love it. Um, Well, thank you so much for coming on. This episode, I think, will be a little bit unique in the sense that we're going to talk about an amazing event that's right around the corner. So for those of you who don't know, Equitana USA, um, the very first event in the United States is being hosted at the Kentucky Horse Park in October, October 1st through the 3rd. So yeah, I wanted to have Megan on here today to talk all about the details and all about it. But first, I would love to kind of hear because obviously, this isn't the very first Equitana. It's the first Equitana USA. But Equitana is a huge event in Europe. So tell me a little bit about Equitana and kind of how it came to be.
0: It is. So actually next year, the event in Germany, it's its 50th anniversary. So just to kind of put it in. Wow. Yeah. The event started in 1972 in Germany. Um, there was this one guy <laughs> and he had this great idea and he said, there's a big hole in the market for riders. Where do we go to buy stuff? Where do we go to learn? Let's start this event. So he, out of, nothing created. Equitana launched it and it was insane. It had almost 200 exhibitors and 48,000 people come to that first event. Oh way. Wow. Yeah. So can you imagine this one guy saying, yeah, I'll try something new when this happens? (laughs) That's amazing. Wow. So he does this super successful. After many years of this being this one man show, it became a property of Reed Exhibitions, which is now RX Global, which produces the show in Germany currently. And they've been doing it for all these years. It's become this massive event that they hold every other year in Germany that has over 200,000 people, 850 vendors, and people from more than 30 different countries come. So it's like one of the world's largest, if not the world's largest, equestrian expo. Wow. That's so
1: cool. Is there a specific discipline or how many disciplines are represented during Equitana?
0: Sure. There is not a specific discipline. One of the priorities and kind of the goals of the Equitana brand is to really celebrate and demonstrate all that this sport has to offer. So one of our key goals in the U.S. and across the world for Equitana, because it's not even just in the U.S. or Europe, um, is to really highlight all the different disciplines and all the ways that you can incorporate horses into your life, whether you're a show jumper or whether you work on a tech side on an app somewhere. Got it. That's so cool. For Equitana
1: USA, I know obviously there was the original plan of having it last year. So obviously with COVID and and all the changes, how are you like, how is that navigating an event during all of that? And and, and as it continues to be um, definitely something that you guys have to um, consider and plan around?
0: Well, it's absolutely crazy, but it is Amazing talking to the industry at the same time and riders and people that we kind of work with on a day-to-day basis. So last year we started to launch the event in October of 2018. So it's going on what three years now? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when we decided to launch it. And then we were full steam ahead for last year. And as we all know, right around March in 2020, they said everything's shutting down for two weeks, we'll be fine. And We kind of said, all right, not a problem. And then as the months went on and on, shows started to cancel and events started to cancel and horse shows canceled and barns were shutting down. And it still looked positive for us in a way because I think we all thought like after last summer, things would be on the up and up. Well, of course, that didn't happen. So mid last summer, we thought, oh dear God, we cannot have people pay. We cannot have people book flights and hotels and all this stuff. Made the horrible, but expected decision and the best decision that we could have made and being postponing it for this year. So we ended up going ahead with kind of a virtual seminar kind of thing. So we know like with horse riders and equestrians, we don't all sit at a computer for 8 hours a day and can watch like a horse event. So all these other companies did virtual trade shows which was great for that demographic, but for us I'm like people are working most likely regular jobs or mm-hmm, at a block right. and they want to be able to watch stuff as they can. So We did a bunch of interviews after the fact, and we did that last year. And then we were like, well, we're full steam ahead in 2021. And sure enough, even with all the craziness, we were able to pick back up the pieces. I'd say 99% of the presenters and the vendors were on board to work with us again in 2021. They said, you know what? Keep our funds, keep the agreements, let's do it again. We're all in this boat together. And I'm not one for cliches, but this all in this together thing has definitely stuck through it. Yeah. Yeah. We moved ahead and here we are. So it's been a up and down crazy, crazy roller coaster. But here we are. And <laughs> the event's right around the corner. So it's been great. Very big learning experience. I bet. So how did
1: you and the team decide on the Kentucky Horse Park as far as the venue?
0: So we did a bunch of research, actually. We worked with USCF years back and did kind of research on their members and asked them like what their priorities were for a venue and what they really liked. And we got a couple of people that said, you know, do something out West or a couple in Florida um, and then a couple sporadic. But The Kentucky Horse Park in Lexington, Kentucky kept coming up over and over again. And when we decided to launch the show, the team that we have over in Germany is very, very protective of the brand. They've been doing this for so many years, and it's such a big event. They would only really launch it at the perfect place. So we went to the Kentucky Horse Park, and we met with a number of associations. We met with the horse park team. And we kind of all sat around this big boardroom table looking over the Rolex and we were like breathtaking by that view as one. But then from the equestrian side of things, we're also like, you know what? There's no better place that has better footing, stabling, Mm -hmm. walking paths, indoor arenas, outdoor arenas. Like there really just is not a place that's dedicated to horses and riders and the equine expos that take place in your convention centers are wonderful. And even the big one we have in Germany, they build it up in a city. A bunch blows my mind every time, but wow. that is not made for horses. So yeah. the Kentucky horse park had it all. If they can host Land Rover, the world equestrian games, pony finals, Briar fest, all these different events and everyone's happy with it. We knew it had to be there. hmm
1: Definitely. Yeah. It's, I, uh, it's one of my favorite places to show. I just love, I love all the, I love how all the rings are unique and the stabling is so nice for the horses and there still is opportunity for them to get turned out. And I just think as far as a venue is concerned, it is so amazing to be, to have Equitana there. As far as the events, give me kind of like a rundown of what someone could expect going to Equitana USA this October.
0: Oh my gosh. So of course there's the trade fair portion. So we all like to shop. there's about 200 exhibitors, 200 brands, and they're both in the covered arena and outside. So you can kind of walk around for hours upon hours and shop at your heart's content. Oh, I love that. The other portion of the show, which is really even almost bigger than that, is our education and programming piece of it. So we have across the three days, basically every hour of the day, um, we have about over 150 Different sessions, clinics, seminars, things to attend. And it's basically really, again, to highlight the disciplines, highlight learning, teaching, even whether you're a new up and coming rider or you're a young kid and you're there with your family and you want to know like the basics of horse care. Um, We have Rising Star Horse Rescue that has a junior board that's going to be there to talk about kind of the basics in horse care. And, you know, just don't buy a horse, there's a lot to learn about it. But then it also goes, runs the gamut and goes all the way up to like professional riders and top tier equestrians that really want to learn from the best. So we have clinics with Philip Dutton. We have a clinic with Laura Graves, Sally Batten, Karen Rolfe, Ronnie Reimer. So you can apply to ride. We use Strider, which is a great platform um, to ride in these clinics. But then there's really that basic stuff too. And it even runs like the gamut with horse care. So we have Katie Hawkins, who I met through your equestrian workshop and much and her business is just blown up and she is so talented So we invited her to come show us about body work and some professional treatments that she can give horses. And then we also have like Sydney Collier there to talk about the Paralympics and her experiences overseas and traveling and preparing for the Olympics. So cool. And there is on Sunday morning, if anyone's going to be there, there is a equestrian yoga class, which I recently... fun. Yeah. So fun. I recently just did yoga with goats which was a very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this will be definitely different, but I highly recommend it. I mean, even just kicking off the day, being outside doing a yoga class at the Kentucky Horse Park that's pretty freaking exciting. Oh yeah, so
1: cool. Wow, I mean, I just feel like there's so much that's going to be going on over those couple days, over that weekend that um, people can enjoy. If people are, you know, on the fence about attending, what are some options that that you are or like some things I think going on that you feel like really seal the deal?
0: Well, Lynn Palm's Rugged Painted Lark is doing his official retirement ceremony. And I know... Oh, so cool. So cool. And I know he has a big following and she has a big following. So I'd highly recommend that. RRP, the Retired Racehorse Project, is doing a masterclass. And just, we have so many connections to thoroughbreds and OTTBs, all of us, no matter what discipline you ride in or where your career has taken you. Right. Right. So seeing what they do as an organization and the great things that thoroughbreds can continue to do. I know, I mean, even when I was a kid, my first horse was an off-track thoroughbred and that was really popular in the 90s, -hmm. Yep. but it has ebbed and flowed. And now, I mean, you see the big warm bloods and a lot of things and stuff, but thoroughbreds are definitely there. And I think they're making a comeback in the grand scheme of things. So it's great to really kind of remember that and see what they do. And then... Nick Roldan, who is a firm supporter of Thoroughbreds as well, will be on site talking about polo and doing some demonstrations. And he's doing a couple things with children to help demonstrate polo to them. So I think those are probably kind of my my key ones. And also, very fun, not uh, a big learning experience, but I think no matter the age, whether you're 5 or 55, the USHJA is hosting a horseless horse show. Oh, love that. I know. I know we all love to do that. Oh, and one more thing, Just World is doing a leadership conference for junior age riders and being able to tie the equestrian space and people's interests and their love for horses into a philanthropic initiative. I mean, there's really nothing better and working with an organization like them and learning from what they do is cream of the crop. Wow.
1: That is so cool. Okay, so I have a question for you listening because I honestly used to dread having to get prescriptions filled for my animals. Does the idea of having to re-up your prescriptions give you anxiety? I used to be the same way, but then I started shopping at FarmVet. They make it so easy to get my prescriptions filled. All I have to do is order online and they do the rest. On top of making your prescription buying hassle-free, they also have a very knowledgeable staff that I can bounce things off of when I'm questioning a supplement my horse is currently using or considering trying something new. Plus, I love how easy it is to set up and manage auto shipments, so I know my horses always have what they need when they need it. Whether you're shopping online or over the phone, which I've also done all the time because it's super quick, you'll get free shipping on all of your orders over $79. Thinking about giving them a try? You can use my code, MYEQUESTRIANSTYLE, to get 10% off your first order. Check out FarmVet at farmvet.com. That's F-A-R-M-V-E-T.com. Again, that is 10% off your order by using code MyEquestrianStyle. Some restrictions do apply, like prescriptions and price protected brands, so make sure you see store for details. Thank you so much, FarmVet. All right, let's get back to the episode. For someone interested in attending, how do people get tickets? And what is the price point? And are there different ticket options? How does that work?
0: There are. So there's kind of a ton of tickets. Adults, you can buy... Well, children and adults, you can buy single day or three day. Adult single day starts at $27 and then three day is 70 So it's nice. a nice deal. Yeah. And then children are $10 and $25 for the three day. Children under five are free. And then a couple special deals. So military and first responders are 50% off. Um, of course, we value everything that we do that they do for us. So we did that. And then Pony Club members, if you're a member, you, you can enter completely free. You still have to get a ticket, but it's free. And then you're a chaperone since many Pony Club members are a bit younger. Mm-hmm. They get a deal. So nice. they're available on our website at www.equitanausa.com or they'll be available on site too. So you can just show up and buy your tickets then as well.
1: What would you say is the main goal for Equitana to now be in the US, to be hosting this event um, here in Kentucky?
0: The main goal for us is to really bring the industry together and celebrate the horse. Even personally, growing up, I grew up in the hunter jumper world, and everyone's so siloed. They kind of start in their discipline, and that's what it is. They might try something else, but there's really not a venue to bring all the disciplines and all these backgrounds together to learn from each other and celebrate and really get together and just kind of have fun and enjoy what everyone does and learn from each other. I mean, I, when I was younger, I never would think, Oh, I want to ride dressage. or I want to go to a dressage clinic. And now that I'm older, I go and I watch and even my trainer that I currently ride with, she pulls out her dressage saddle and rides some of the top jumping horses And they're amazing even more so now because they've had some training in dressage. So it's really about bringing everyone together and learning from each other and celebrating no matter your background, your discipline, your breed affiliation, your nationality. This is a place to get together and have fun and learn and enjoy. Definitely. And I also know there's some, there had been
1: some opportunity for people to come be a part of the the clinics, right? They, They were able to sign up to ride in them.
0: Correct. Yes. So we use Strider for applications and there's um, about five clinics and people can go on Strider and apply and they submit their video and their bio and a bit about their stories. And then the clinicians review them. And then we go back to them and say, yep, you're accepted. And then they can bring their horses on site and ride with these top people. I mean, I keep saying I wish I wasn't working the event, because I would either be trying to ride or at least auditing. So I might sneak away to audit some of these clinics, but auditing is included in tickets. So even if you didn't apply or didn't get accepted, one ticket pays for more than enough of the auditing experience for these riders.
1: So cool. What has been your experience putting together an equestrian event what have been some things uh, you being an equestrian yourself what have been some things that you really love about working with equestrians and what are some challenges that you faced kind of hosting this large of an event in within the equestrian community
0: so what i love is it's such a niche industry but there's so much of it and it's so multifaceted mm-hmm. that i kind of told people at Read exhibitions, like you need someone that's in this space to talk to these customers. Because if you know nothing about horses, people are like, "Eh, don't really want to talk to you for the most part, unless they'll help you learn. But in the business world, it's a little different when you're trying to get people to buy a vendor booth or (laughs) participate in programming. So the best thing was really talking to people from all types of backgrounds, all careers, all parts of the industry, and even just sitting down and being talking about the event, but also sharing stories about our personal situations in the industry. Like, oh, I had a pony growing up or I had no horse experience till two years ago. And then I fell in love with them. So getting to know the people has been the absolute best and sharing those stories. I mean, I could talk to people in this industry for hours upon hours because we have so much in common, Mm -hmm. even if we have so much not in common. Definitely. Yeah. I think that that's a good point. Yeah. It, it's just so easy when you have this, horse, this central horse connection. Yeah. And then I guess the challenging part, not being able to do everything that everyone wants at the event. So like we run out of programming sessions or someone wants to do something super cool and our legal team says, there's, we can't approve that for <laughs> yeah. thousands upon thousands of people. Or even a vendor that says, you know what, I really want to show off this big machine that cuts grass and does this and that. And we're like, you know what? We just, we can't do that with these amount of people here. And then they don't feel the need to participate because it doesn't do what they need to do from a business perspective. Sure. So it, it has been hard navigating those situations and still trying to figure out ways to keep relationships and do things that make sense for our customers and the people coming to the show. But Still producing an event that's safe, that's ideal for this type of event. So it's been a bit of a a balance, but overall things are easy and it's still great. And even I'd say ninety nine percent of the people, even when you say, you know what, we can't do that, or maybe next year, that's a plan in a couple of years. They're still super supportive and they try and figure out some way to do it anyway because we all love the horses and the horse world and riders, and we're like, we're gonna figure this out together, kind of like. Mm-hmm we all do in the barn or when something happens, yeah. barn, we'll figure it out.
1: Totally. Yeah, absolutely. How many um, people do you anticipate attending the event?
0: Oh, that is a great question <laughs> um, because we haven't hosted the event before and we are still in a pandemic. Um, there's a lot of unknowns, but we were thinking uh, probably between like 10 and 15,000. Um wow. That's still a lot. I feel like our first year. It's still a ton of people. We had planned for more pre-COVID, of course. Thing going on, and we understand some people that can't travel or don't feel comfortable, or just crowds in general. So that affects everything. And honestly, we really we don't know because it's not even a regular year where we can say, "Oh, we have we have this insight." Right. Things change daily.
1: Right. For someone who's unable to make it, or I know for me, I'm so bummed. I have a horse show that weekend, so I can't come. Um, But are there ways for people to watch any of the events or have some sort of virtual ticket?
0: So not as the event is taking place. We're not live streaming. But after the fact, um, a couple weeks post-show, we will have um, select clinics and sessions online so people can watch it on demand for their schedules kind of nice yeah totally kind of like last year where we learned when we talked about doing a virtual event that people especially in the equestrian space don't just sit in front of their computers when we have select hours working exactly together. so this gives the opportunity where like you after the horse show whether you're on your flight home or you have a couple of days to kind of chill out then you can enjoy the content that we have available.
1: Yeah, that's smart. I love that. Well, I'm so excited to hear how it goes, and I know this next month, or even a oh my gosh, it's like a couple weeks away, that it's just going to be crazy. But I think all of the hard work and the and the stress and all of the all of the things that go into planning such a large event like this is totally going to pay off, and I think you're going to look back at this October and um, just see how much this event was needed in the U.S. I'm I'm so excited to hear about it
0: oh thank you so much bethany yeah it's been a crazy ride and hopefully you can attend next year but people at my barn too are also going to a horse show so i get it but we are excited and cannot wait and hopefully this kicks off a many many years of equitana in the usa for all of us to enjoy